y'all welcome back to floral couch conversations i'm emily and i'm melissa and we said y'all because we're in nashville obviously we clearly speak the language now we also have two very fun guests with us here in nashville our guest co-hosts acacia and aaron aaron has been on the podcast before our episode life with aaron which is one of our most popular episodes by the way it is i'm happy to be back (laughs) Back by popular demand. (laughs) There actually is a review on iTunes requesting you, so. Acacia's joining us for the first time. Yeah. (laughs) Excited to be here. (laughs) So, who wants to tell everyone why we're in Nashville? It was a great, great Cyber Monday deal. (laughs) (laughs) It all started because I don't like to work. (laughs) So, we were at work one day and Acacia messaged me about a good flight deal. And um, it just kind of spiderwebbed from there. Um, messages were sent out, and you two were the best people to respond. <laughs> and here we are. Okay, we weren't doing anything. <laughs> we were the only people that responded. So we responded. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. I was like, ooh. No. You guys, you guys were the most spontaneous of everyone else. Okay. Everyone else is so adult, and they're like, oh, I have plans. <laughs> Boo. I yeah. know. And here we are been the best trip though it's been a good girl's trip not a bachelorette party <gasps> common misconception but a lot of compliments on the minnesota nice factor so yes. <laughs> yeah there's a surprising amount of minnesotans here maybe everyone sees the monday cyber monday deal yeah everyone's trying to go south for the winter <laughs> and it's like four degrees warmer <laughs> i know everyone's saying are you guys surviving the cold and we're like this is exactly what it would be like at home so this is spring <laughs> It is. It feels like spring today mm-hmm. when it was warming up a little bit. Close to 50. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about the weather because so, we are from Minnesota. Again, again. <laughs> How do we get here? Okay. What all have we done so far? Let's talk about it. Touristy things. We went Super to touristy. the Ryman Auditorium. The Ryman Auditorium. The Grand Country Music Hall of Fame. Which did you guys like better, the Ryman or the Grand Ole Opry? Ryman. I think the Ryman. Just bought a poster there. Mother Church. Mother Church. Mother Church. Did you guys know any of the history behind it before we went? I had no idea. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it started as a church. Very interesting. The intro video gave me goosebumps. It was good. The whole time. Yeah. Even they set up, I like I think I turned to Aaron as they were like getting ready. They were playing some intro music. I was like, I feel like they're setting me up to cry. Like (laughs) I know it's gonna be emotional. (laughs) Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, the Ryman is a big auditorium in downtown Nashville, which I don't remember what year it was built. It was, yeah, it was old. Some guy who had a bunch of like, he had a fleet of boats down here, um, built it as he got converted basically here. He went to church one time and And wanted to build a church, the biggest church of Nashville. Yeah. And then it became kind of a performing hall and another lady took it over and leased it out and, and then it became the place for the Grand Ole Opry, which is a big radio show where country artists got discovered and became well known. And then in the 1970s, mm-hmm. they had to shut it down. They had to shut it down because it was kind of run down and they moved the Grand Ole Opry to a different place. And then they renovated it. And now the Grand Ole Opry is back there only during the winter. Mm-hmm. November and, through January. And yep. the Ryman is now like a like a renowned place to play mm-hmm. if you're any sort of artist. Pretty cool. Really cool. Good tour if you come down here. Mm-hmm. We have not seen any celebrities. 
we have just we were just talking Keisha and I were so talking about close. how so many misses we miss Cole Swindell we miss Bobby Bones we miss Garth Brooks just like a, just right there we're, yeah I've been rediscovering my love of country music Same. because I am a country fan, but I go through phases where I don't listen to it for a while. And then I go back and I'm like, oh, yeah, I love this Reba album junior year of high school. <laughs> I feel like I'm rediscovering my love of music because I yes. feel like I go yeah. in phases of just like listening to podcasts yep, and not music. True. And they haven't even just played country at like the bars we've gone to. It's been like rock and different like pop and stuff covers. And it's been so much fun. A lot of throwbacks. Yes. I found like a lot of old songs, a lot of John Mellencamp, Journey, just Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. When you said throwback, I was like, oh, like Blink-182. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> they did play that though twice. We I know, I thought we escaped the Blink-182, but <laughs> it showed up it again. Showed up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like I, we haven't, I was expecting a lot of like newer country music to be played, but it's been a lot of the older stuff, which I think I've appreciated more. Like mm-hmm. I like that more. You're surprised by how well you know so many songs like they'll play Mm -hmm. old stuff and you're like oh I've heard this and you can sing along too and it's just fun to see how it unites people because there's all these people in this bar who have never met each other but they're all just like screaming at the top of their lungs and we were at uh Whiskey Row Dirk's Bentley Mm -hmm. Whiskey Row last night and there was a Washington Capitals versus um, Predators National Predators hockey game just down the street and when the game got out I think the Predators dominated over the yes (laughs) crushed the Capitals but there was like a group of guys from Canada who came in all wearing Capitals jerseys and everyone was like hugging them and like everyone who came in was yeah taking pictures with them and hugging them and it was kind of fun to watch very friendly yeah the other thing too I realized because We've only frequented the same couple of places the last couple of nights, but we saw the same guitarist twice. The first time we saw him, he was like just the lead guitar for the group he was with. And then last night when we saw him, he was the lead singer. And it, I mean, I think people talk about Nashville and they're like, oh, like it's just so much talent down there. And I was like, okay, whatever. But like, even they're just a cover band and we were, we've been talking to some bartenders and they just say like these people They'll be like, we need a guitar tonight. Can you come play? And they just show up. They don't know anyone else they're playing with. And they somehow like, they just look like they're all friends and they're so good. They mesh so well together and they pick it up so quickly and they're so versed in so many different things that, I mean, they are all truly very talented down here, even if they're just in a cover band. Right. It's been really good. I realize I missed my calling of becoming a professional fiddler because <laughs> I stopped playing the violin in eighth grade. That was probably the worst decision We've of my life. We've seen some great fiddlers. Yes. I also think it's interesting, Erin, you kind of touched on it, that when we were at Legends, they have like this app so they can all see the lyrics mm-hmm. or music or whatever. And they were like, yeah, I, so it looks like I've played over a thousand that are in this app, like a thousand songs. It's like they know so many songs because they get requests all the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's insane. That in itself is a skill. Yeah. And then like playing with random people like has to be also an added hardship. I don't know. It's crazy. We've become a lot of bar favorites. All of our requests have been played. <laughs> it helps when you're four of seven people. That's in true. The bar. That, early, <laughs> that early morning when you show up too early to the bar. The mon- when you're there on Monday morning. <laughs> 10 a.m. on a Monday morning. <laughs> yep. Then we're there 10 p.m. Monday night. Came back. Yep. <laughs> yes. What else did we do? We did shopping. We were super basic. Went to Uncommon James, Kristen Cavallari's store. Acacia and I spent a good amount of money there. I was surprised at how expensive that stuff is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Mm, 
okay. I don't watch the show. I don't think I don't feel partial to it. So we're, even though the stuff you got, it's really cute. Rakesh and I were like geeking because we're pretty mm-hmm. sure Kristen Cavallari's car was there. I think she was there. We think <sighat> she was there. Another near miss. How do you oh know? What, how do you know what her car is from the show? Because oh. she drives it on the show. Oh, it was uh, that black blacked Mercedes. out Mercedes G wagon. This car looks familiar. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> oh wow. Yep. So had a geek moment there. Yeah, we went to another shop. Well, we went to a bunch of shops, but <clears throat> I remember telling Emily that I'm like, this sweater is so cute, and then we looked at the price, and it was like two hundred and seventy six dollars. Yep. I was yep. like. Okay, this is insane. Well, even when we go and buy drinks, it's like ten dollars. You had ten dollars for that one vodka. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was like in a shot glass, basically. Yep. It was a tiny, like it yeah, like Dixie a little, cup, like, bathroom type. Dixie cup. But the, yeah. But the thing is, is like from that night on, though, I don't even think we thought about what we paid for drinks, though, because you're just there for the experience, yeah. right? We yeah. kind yeah. of have to let that it. go if you're yeah. gonna. Yeah, do it. You're can't be you can't be nitpicky when you're here. You're just here to like listen to good music, have fun, being a the hype. But the hype is, I feel like it's been met. Like, I would come back. Yeah, I would do. I don't know if I would want to live here. Like, yeah. it doesn't seem like. I mean, we haven't explored that much, so I can't be super judgmental. But it's kind of just like another city on a river, like Minneapolis mm-hmm. is, and. Yeah, they have a lot of really cool history, but once you're living here... It- well, Acacia and I were talking when we were walking to the bar we were just at, um, and I kind of go back and forth. I could see living here... I don't think if you... Living in the city would be hard. I think it's very touristy, but I think if you lived outside of it and you came in every now and then to c- see music or do something, just knowing that when you come in, it's going to be really yeah. touristy, but you don't do it every night or every week, I think it would be different. I don't I like know the convenience of walking everywhere. Yeah. Um, which you can do in any city. Mm-hmm. Even Minneapolis. I haven't seen a lot of public transportation really. Right. Yeah. A few buses, but nothing. Yeah. yeah. Nothing like we have. Mm-mm. Right. I think every city kind of has like, that's niche, but like you come to Nashville for the music. Like a lot of people, every bartender you meet, everyone down here is singer songwriter. Like that's what you're right. down here for. So either you're down here to be that person or you're, you live down here to appreciate it. Right. So what's the one thing you would tell everyone to do when they come down? Go to Broadway. <laughs> lower Broadway. Yeah, lower Broadway. I mean, it's super touristy, but it's it's been really fun. And tour Ryman Auditorium, I would say. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's Con- super convenient. Yeah, Country Music Hall of Fame was very, very educational as well. It was really cool. That was another place where I realized, like, Wow, I know who all you've heard of all these artists so many mm-hmm. times. You've heard these songs, and it was cool to see all their little artifacts, mm-hmm. like Hank Williams boots and mm-hmm. blue suede shoes. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it was very interesting. Get all the references of the Judd sisters, yeah, not sisters, the Judd mom and <laughs> mom daughter. and daughter, and then <laughs> Ashley Judd, not a part of it, <laughs> but she was mentioned in was the ho- museum. So <laughs> I was hoping for more Taylor Swift things but there was She's, only like a mini section i f- i honestly feel like i think country music like appreciates her because she did bring a lot of people into country music but when she left for pop i honestly kind of feel like they were like good riddance. there was one little sign that was like though she spends most of her time in pop music yeah. these days yeah so what i was oh, gonna say yeah. which i think is kind of funny is like i i mean i love taylor Swift. don't get me wrong big fan my fondness tours kind of changed as i've gotten older but I think it's funny that 
she likes to kind of be like, you know, I love country music. She throws a bunch of money at the museums. Like they were talking about at Ryman, how she was a big part about paying for like the flood restorations and all that. Or at Grand Ole Opry. Or Grand Ole Opry, mm-hmm. yeah. I think she loves to remind them that, you know, she was a country artist and she's a big star now. But I feel like country music has kind of been like, okay, but but see you later look what you made me do is <laughs> yeah <my country. laughs> yeah but look what like, you- <laughs> get that out of here yeah get that out of here where i feel like they appreciate her but at the same time like you're not in country anymore like there's other artists that were more willing to show our appreciation for her. right because is she a member of the grand Ole opry no i was gonna say She's i don't just think been so invited so. to play mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah because you have to show she, your dedication yeah she probably won't be now right mm-hmm. unless she makes a huge country comeback which maybe she will. It's possible. I mean, I've she's still people, so young. Well, she still writes music for them. She's yeah. had two songs that she's put back to country artists. But I've heard people talk about, I listened to another podcast where there's a girl who's obsessed with Taylor Swift and always has like theories about her songs. And she was saying that Taylor, this past album, Taylor got it, that out of her system. And now she's like going to go back to more towards like Red and hmm. 1989. So... I guess we'll see. Yeah. I feel like even the pop world doesn't really love her either. Like claim her. Yeah. Claim her. Yeah. They don't really want her either. So I feel like she's got to choose because she keeps kind of she's teetering (laughs) back and forth and like no one's going to truly embrace you until you like pick a genre. (laughs) It's been your favorite musical performance thus far. I liked when we were sitting at Legends on the Monday morning. They were good. And the woman and the two guys playing guitar. And they just kept asking for requests and playing whatever we wanted to play. Yeah, it was really yeah, good. They were good, too. They were so good. Yeah, I feel like the f- like the few times we've been at those smaller settings, usually we get the songs we want, and they're really good. I mean, there hasn't been a bad cover of any song we've asked for. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, Whiskey Row was fun, but... I really like the lion dancing songs, even though Boots I don't know how... Boogie. Boots Boogie. Boogie. Even though I don't know how to line dance, you I'd try. love to learn, and I try. <laughs> Although, yeah, when we were at Legends and we requested it, as we we're faking line dancing, the one guy came up and was like teaching us. Yeah. So we should maybe practice and have it down for tonight. And then last night we learned a new version, which was way complicated. Yeah. Too much. I've never too seen much. that version in my life. <laughs> he might've also been a faker. <laughs> we'll practice tonight. We'll be it was a lot ready. of imposers going around. Yeah. <laughs> and then you line guys just sat it <laughs> Line dancing posers. Uh, it's an epidemic. <laughs> a problem down here <laughs> is there anything you guys haven't liked about nashville not really not i wish re- it was warmer not really i mean i don't really drink a lot of alcohol and i've like drank lots of alcohol <laughs> every day tequila so it's an upper <laughs> it's been interesting i mean i haven't gone crazy but no. it's like just not my favorite thing to do so and i also don't have to drink it i'm so maybe i should, that's my problem <laughs> peer pressure i have been pressured <laughs> yes but like lovingly. Sure, sure. <laughs> it's not peer pressure. It's just your turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, we're not leaving we this bar until you finish your drink. So we're currently sitting and recording, obviously on the floral couch in Nashville, in our Airbnb. What do you guys think of this place? It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Good find. I don't think we've had the few times I've used an Airbnb. Very limited, so I'm not an expert. But have been pretty good i think it's a great site same i used it in peru and had like the lady was so nice she like was turning her house into a museum because she had so many like antiques yeah i've never had a bad experience before this i had a 
Airbnb in Iceland and it was amazing. Similar, kind of this. Um, just small, cute, cozy. Yeah, like, I don't think I've had a bad experience either. The only thing is that sometimes it's deceiving when you see the low price when you're searching for an Airbnb and then like all the charges add up. Like take, some, sometimes people tack fee. on like a $150 cleaning fee and it's like, no, it's not worth it. I might as well just stay in a hotel. So you have to kind of balance that. Mm-hmm. I think it's perfect for group trips. That's what I will say. Yeah, Every time it's done in a group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's usually like, they usually make them for group trips. Like knowing that like, yeah, there's only one bedroom, but we're going to make it so that Tenny, you can sleep here with yeah. no problem. Yeah, this particular Airbnb clearly hosts a lot of bachelorette parties because there are signs everywhere about don't use towels to take off your makeup and no glitter. No glitter <laughs> anywhere. Don't put and tape on the like walls. These fancy makeup mirrors all yeah. over the place, and there's like a spotlight. <laughs> Basically, yeah, wonder, it's made I'm for a bachelorette. I'm not sure what that's used <laughs> for. But as Strike a reminder, pose. We're here on a girls' trip, not a bachelorette trip. Yes. <laughs> Although three of us are bachelorettes. That's true. That's true. That's true. I was talking to a friend that I play volleyball with and we joked that she should have an annual bachelorette party because why not? Bachelorette parties are fun and she's still a bachelorette. So, Oh, that's true. (laughs) Just like a bunch of, sorry, Emily, you're out. (laughs) I can still come. You can. You can celebrate the the other bachelorettes. But I was like, why? That makes sense. Like, why do you just get one? (laughs) Let's see you get married a couple times when well, you get multiples. I mean, <laughs> there is that <laughs> to each their own. So we have a newcomer to the floral couch, Acacia. Hello. Welcome. Yeah, we're excited to have you. So Acacia, we met like, was it two weeks ago? A week ago. Yeah. And now we've spent several days together, <laughs> but I still feel like I don't know a lot about you. Where are you from? Are you, you're from Minnesota, right? Correct. I grew up in Lakeville and then went to college at University of Minnesota Duluth. What made you decide on Minnesota Duluth? I toured a bunch of places with a friend and it was either UMD or UND and fell in love with Duluth and instantly had that feeling when I toured it that that was the place I wanted to be. What did you study at UMD? I was business, so healthcare management major. And a psychology minor, kind of by default. I minored in psychology too. How did you decide to go into healthcare management? Was that something you wanted to do before college? So I didn't really know. I know I knew for sure I wanted to do the business side, but I didn't know what I wanted to major in. I actually went into the business um, office and pulled a sheet for every major that they had and did the elimination game um, when I was reviewing them and fell in love with the healthcare management option. And never looked back. It was and, great. And so now what are you doing? So now I work for Fairview Health Services. So that is where I met Aaron. Woo-hoo. We followed, We weirdly followed each other's career path. Aaron followed my career I, path. I followed Keisha, <laughs> stalked her in her career path. <laughs> um, we not my first stalker either. No, not my first stalker either. Which okay. I think is kind of ironic because your dad's a police officer. So I love that you've had. Wait, can you talk about that? Um, you don't have to sorry. if you're uncomfortable. It's fine. It's fine. So, not an actual stalker. Okay, another yeah, friend, like, <laughs> sensitive topic. Another friend stalker who, um, so her and I both went to UMD together. We were healthcare management majors. We worked at the same eye doctor clinic. We both went to Thailand together and studied abroad. We, um, my first job was 
an intern at Fairview Southdale Hospital. That's mine too. She got the same position after me. And then her and her boyfriend at the time moved into my apartment building a couple years later <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> so That's not, funny. So not actual stalker, just career, okay. stalker, career stalkers. <laughs> Life stalker. Everyone just, everyone just wants to follow your career path. Yes. Life stalkers. Yeah. Yes. So I started as an intern at Fairview Salta Hospital six years ago, a little over six years ago. Um, and I'm currently at University of Minnesota Medical Center in the medical staff office there. So tell us about your job. What do you do day to day? Um, day to day from my previous position, I do a lot of time at my desk. Now I'm not out and about in the hospital like I used to be. We have an event reporting system throughout our healthcare system. And I'm responsible for reviewing events assigned to the medical staff for review. So it could be um, something went wrong in the OR to this provider is having a behavior issue and we need to investigate it a little bit more. Um, so I look into those and escalate them or close them out depending on next steps. What's it, what do you mean by behavior issue? Like a provider being frustrated and yelling or... Um, oh, okay. Got mm-hmm. it. So like provider, you mean doctor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But it could also, it couldn't, it, medical staff includes not only physicians, but there's advanced practice providers that could be a physician assistant, a nurse practitioner, um, CRNAs, so certified nurse. Registered nurse and anesthetist. Thank you. It could go down to, we do... Like surgical techs? Yeah. There are anyone who's credentialed. Mm -hmm. The only people we really don't do is an actual nurse. (laughs) They're the only, like, caregiver provider that we don't credential. So it's basically, like, managing the doctors and nurses and everyone who... Yeah. Who you would normally think of when you picture who works mm-hmm. in the hospital yeah. so our event reporting system is all about capturing adverse events so what could have been prevented what wasn't expected and what's outside of the norm and what can we prevent from happening in the future okay so i work in marketing so when you say events i think of like yeah though like <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not just like yeah not just not like happening bad events bad events okay bad events preventable gotcha. events mm-hmm mm-hmm a testy group of people to work for so that's my main focus and then i also help with a couple committee meetings that happen on a monthly basis as well um, with their agendas and making sure we have the appropriate versions of policies and documents Mm -hmm. and presentations cool when i break down our job i like the most simplistic way to put it is just like super glorified administrative assistance for thousands of doctors at a hospital Mm -hmm. (laughs) so acacia you also coach is that right Yes, so I started coaching lacrosse again. I am now coaching at University of Minnesota, um, which is a club team, D1. This is my first season, but it's going great, and I love it. We've been practicing all fall semester, and our season kicks off this spring semester. Excited to see them on the field and playing. And Yeah, we this season we will be going to Santa Barbara, taking a bus trip to Michigan, a bus trip to Illinois, flying to Michigan for playoffs, and then hopefully nationals, which are in... You also played in college too, right? Correct. Yeah, how did you get into coaching um, and playing? So I started playing lacrosse in seventh grade, um, and then when I went to college, I played at UMD 
for their club team and we traveled um, post-college I was reached out to by a girl that I played in high school with and asked if I wanted to coach at Lakeville with her so is where we started and I was varsity assistant for four years for that team it was fun and then because I got a job at in Minneapolis I wasn't able to coach high school anymore so it took a few years off and then was again approached this fall to start coaching at University of Minnesota so someone like reached out to you yes very cool Emily how did you start playing lacrosse I started playing lacrosse sophomore year of high school because I did track 7th, 8th, and ninth grade and for some reason was really bad at it in ninth grade and they would make me do hurdles because they're like, you're tall, you can jump hurdles, but I was not good and got last in every single race, but it was because they didn't have enough people, so I just had to be the only one who would run the 100 and 300 hurdles and do a horrible at them and so then after ninth grade I was like I quit this isn't fun and I had another friend Libby who was gonna play lacrosse and she's like let's try it out and so we did then I ended up being really good at it so and then I went on and St. Thomas had a club team and so I just tried out and made a lot of friends that way and it was great did you get hazed I did not get hazed (laughs) we talked in our last episode about getting hazed in club teams and sororities and stuff did you guys get hazed at UMD? No, we did not. I think it's funny because I feel like a lot of things are moving away from hazing. At Iowa State, they had um, they had a Greek community, and two of my roommates freshman year were in sororities, and I don't feel like I heard about a lot of hazing. Granted, girls are very different than boys, but even the guy friends I had in fraternities, I mean, you they could shut down a whole fraternity or sorority if they found out you were hazing, so... I would hope so, too, but... We know at least it, some places it exists. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm sure it does exist. Yeah. Or if it does, like, they, you know, where it does, they keep it pretty secretive because they don't want to get in trouble. So Acacia and Alyssa are the two homeowners here. Adulting. Also, you just said our names, and it reminded me that our names start with the same letter, duh. But I was telling Emily, so we always joke that we go on A&E Adventures, and I was like, A&E, A&E, oh my gosh, it's A&E Squared Adventures. <laughs> yeah. We're so cute. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. When you said Alyssa and Acacia, I was like, oh, Aaron light bulb. I used to go by E Squared. We were E Squared. Um, I, I mean, I, even this winter when we were doing our little yeah, seasonal we both job worked seasonally at coach which is like a purse store and we would get mixed up every time i would go in they'd be like erin and i'd be like and i just wouldn't say anything Same. because i'm yep. so used to being mixed up with her that it just doesn't really even phase yep. me and i don't care like call yep. me erin sure and but then they'd be like oh wait you're not erin you're emily and i'd be like am i process i feel like so. yours was really like spur like you kind of made a split decision about it were you looking for houses for a while? I started looking in the fall uh, three years ago and then wasn't, I wanted to buy in April, um, but wanted to pre-look at some things and fell in love with the house. It ended up going off the market uh, right before Thanksgiving and then came back on the market. Well, it didn't even come back on the market. I put an offer before it came on the market and oh. ended up with a really good price and a house that I love. Very cool. Did you find like um, getting a realtor, mortgage company, the whole process to be stressful? No, it was honestly the smoothest process 
to buy a house. Um, everything went perfect for me. I had a great realtor, a great mortgage lender. Um, it was amazing. Wow. I feel like that's like a rare scenario. I was going to yes. say, I always feel like you only hear that. I mean, obviously you very, no one ever sits there and brags about like, having like a great yeah, process. I just yeah. bought a house and it was that's so fun. great. Yeah. <laughs> you only hear the horror stories, which is like, oh, it makes me terrified to be a homeowner. Cause like as a renter, obviously, I mean, we pay just so much money. Emily is being a fellow renter with me. You pay so much money that you know there's, like, no end. Like, you're never going to be like, oh, eventually it'll be paid off or, like, I'll be done. But, like, I'm scared to be a homeowner because it'd be cheaper to be a homeowner. But then you hear all the horror stories where you're like, oh, all these expenses I'm going to have to do because uh, all the unforeseen things. Have you guys experienced, like, do you have anything where it's like, I didn't think that, I didn't even think about that or that was not something I anticipated? I would say it's obviously expensive in the beginning to buy a house. I mean, you have a bigger house that you're going to furnish now and make yours. It would be the only thing, but I feel like I budgeted pretty accurate from what I was renting and paying for that. I would agree with that. I guess unforeseen, but like not typical is like a month after I moved in, I got a break in. So I had to like replace my door and like, that's terrifying. I was, and then I had to get an alarm system which is now a new monthly bill but peace of mind is worth it so I guess like that would be unforeseen but as far as like day-to-day home ownership I think everything I expected except for I forgot furnace filters were a thing so I like now get them like ordered and delivered monthly like I'm on a subscription so that I don't have to think about it that's smart change them monthly you don't no maybe you've got a newer furnace than mine but filter ease or filter easy one of the two they literally send it once a month and it's like i have that special allergen one do you feel like the when your house got broken into that that affected you for a long time and are you does it still like worry you i think i think i'm kind of over it now i like felt very i didn't know yeah so what happened is i was on the phone with my dad driving home and i was my garage is behind my house and it's detached and so I was like getting out of my car still chatting to my dad and I was like wait the door's open wait the light's on upstairs I was like huh I think there's someone in my house and he's like get in your car and drive away and I was like oh good idea and then I went and I parked like a couple blocks away and called 911 and they like cleared it and then I went in and I had to like because they had to wait for one cop came up and like next to my car I was like hey I'm waiting for someone else because we don't go in alone whatever and then they called me and said you can come in try to like write down everything that you know is missing but the place was a mess so like they had threw my office was like a mess and they stole like this um like pencil holder but I threw loose change at the top so they said oftentimes they're just like looking for cash which I don't keep cash like even on me ever um and then, like, I feel like the most, like, violating thing was, like, they went through and, like, threw all my clothes out of the dry- dresser. So I just, it felt dirty. Mm-hmm. So I had to, like, rewash all my clothes. And I definitely, like, slept with the TV on for a while and was, like, a little worried about it. And then I couldn't use the back door. And that ended up being, like, a really long night because it couldn't close because the frame was broken. So I had to, like, have my insurance company call someone to board it up so that no one can break into it. 
So it was definitely an ordeal, but I feel like it was a learning experience too. Like I feel like I watch way too many crime shows to live alone in a house because like that scenario would have messed me up forever. So it forced me to go meet my next door neighbors too, and Ooh. they have been fantastic. Like I've talked on here about how like some random person was like probably just being a prankster and like banged on the window. And I don't live in that dangerous of a neighborhood. I feel like I joke about how it's dangerous, but, and so like the neighbor guy w- heard it and was like, comes out and checks and makes sure I'm okay. Make sure I'm okay. Like, so in that respect, it was like a good way for me to go meet the neighbors. And now like we made jam together and <laughs> stuff like that. So mm-hmm. fun fact about my neighbor, she was Miss America, 1977. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you like, t- are you like friendly? Um, we're friendly. We'll wave. I'm closer to my other friend or my other neighbor on the other side. Okay. Her and I watch each other's backs. Does she live by herself? Miss America? 1977. It's a changing situation. <laughs> really? <laughs> Ooh. Breakups, makeups, engagements. Is this the story? She was engaged last year. And so her daughter and her daughter's fiance were living in the house. But now I think they got married, bought a house and now Dorothy, I think she's living, is now living by herself. How'd you find out she was Miss America? So when I first moved in about a month or two after I was in, I had, her and I kept missing each other. And one night we both were outside and she was like, come in, meet my daughter. So I went into her house, met her daughter. Her daughter ended up FaceTiming a friend during there and was like, and he made a comment about Miss America and blah 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 and so I went home and I was like I knew her first name so I was like I gotta google this and I googled it and I was like oh my gosh Miss America actually (laughs) sure enough that's crazy do you know what she does now she owned a boutique or bridal store for a while but I think that went out of business now. Now I'm not sure what she does. I feel like if I was Miss America, that'd be how I introduce myself to everyone. Right? You walk like, around with the sash on <laughs> always. Right? Even if it was like in your 20s and now you're 60 something. She probably has know. the princess wave down still really good. Too bad she doesn't have a Miss, Miss America sash. Then the back says Mrs. Underwood. How do you guys feel about pageants in general? Mm. Like what is... I, I don't understand I feel what like the point they, is. I have a negative view on it. Same. I feel like it can't be good for your mental health. Like, I think social media is already bad. And, like, a competition to feel worthy, I guess. Yeah, and it's interesting, too, because, like, I think they even can anticipate, like, they know that it's kind of going downhill because they took away, like, the whole swimsuit component. Mm -hmm. Which is awesome. Yeah, which is good, but it's also, like, okay, but, like, you took it away for a reason. Like, you know why you did it, and so, like, it's slowly just phasing out, I think. Do you get scholarships out of it? Like, is that the point? Or do you win money? I think money? you get money, right? And then recognition, obviously. I think at younger levels, you get you do get scholarships. Okay. I don't know any, like, pageant people, I guess. I feel like pageants are more of a Southern thing. Mm-hmm. That's true. I had um, a girl in some of my classes in college who was Miss Minnesota or was trying out for Miss Minnesota. And it was weird to think that, like, we were at an age where we someone our age could be Miss Minnesota in the, at the time. I don't think she went very far because I didn't hear anything else about it. But I guess I'm like, there's like the smaller scale, like fair queen, like that kind of pageant <laughs> type Minnesota stuff where State I know fair. someone that was like 
Jesse James Day royalty and like stuff like that. But I don't think it's as intense. Like it seemed, competition. She seemed more. This girl in my classes seemed more like she was just trying to be like an Instagram mm, model, an influencer. Person. Yeah, <laughs> and like that was her way to get followers. I'm sure. People in pageants would beg to differ. And yeah, I'd be if someone about, has been in. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm super curious about the process, and I would love to talk about it. But so. also, isn't it owned by Donald Trump or something? He was or a part of it, or he of it. sponsored it. I think he had to let it go at one point because it got a little seedy. But I don't know. I'll have to look into it. There's an influencer that I follow who lives in Nashville here who was. Um, Miss Kentucky and she went on to compete in Miss USA and I think she got pretty close like one of the runner-ups but then they were on Amazing Race her and her dad were and her dad's like climbed a bunch of mountains which is really cool so I don't know I think it like it, it is what you make of it. Acacia I have another question for you about your house. Yeah. So I feel like there's like this millennial like joke stereotype like well, we're millennials. Never, never be able to buy a house because, like, we're in so much student loan debt, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What prompted you to buy a house versus renting? Because I feel like it's becoming more common, but it's not super common for people our age. Yep, I actually. So I was renting, sitting next to where I currently live, and compared rent to buying and what my mortgage cost would be. It was the exact same cost. The only addition to kind of I put it into the mortgage category is my association fee that I pay every mm. month and that was really the only difference okay um and with that it kind of sold me to where it's my own I own it I'm investing in it and I wanted to make it happen I feel like part of that stereotype comes from the fact that millennials are always moving around and not wanting to stay in one it's place partially that yeah and the student loan thing where everyone's in so much astronomical debt that they can't even fathom putting a down payment and like owning something that big. I think the moving thing's really true too, because like I think about not that I'm planning to move anywhere anytime soon, but it is the ability to know that like if you wanted to go somewhere else, you only have to wait so long and then your lease is up, you're free, mm-hmm. no ties. Or like I would get, I think also the fear of not alone buying, but like at some point having to sell too, like the pro- that process and like mm-hmm. what if you don't get back what you put in it or like just that fear that you could lose money, I think for our generation is hard too because we're such a generation that is very money driven. I think it's scared to know that at some point you you know you have to sell what you're investing in and what if it doesn't work out. That's true. Do you guys want to play a game? Love games. Yeah. So in honor of being in Nashville, I have the name that country song. We were Ooh. so good at that this week. <laughs> so I'm going to read this lyric, it's a sporkle quiz that I just quit, so I have the answers. I'm going to read a lyric, and you're going to tell me the name of the song or singer. The first one is, they called them crazy when they started out, said 17's too young to know what love's about. They've been together 58 years now. Oh, I know I know, this. it's like the 17. Yeah. I had trouble not singing it while I was reading yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, you don't should sing it, it because I think. I that. am now trying to sing it in my head. I know. They called them crazy when I can't sing. <laughs> She's in love with the boy. No. Oh my god, such a great song though. It's not that. It is a great song, but no. It's a man singing. It's a right? It is a man. Yeah. I think I he, hear it in my voice, but I don't know what it is. Can you Garth repeat Brooks? the lyrics? Can you give us the They called them crazy when they started out. Said seventeen's too young to know what love's about. They've been together fifty eight years now. Garth. What are the initials of the artist? LB. Luke Bryan? No. 
Luke Combs? No. no. That is L-B. not starts with a B. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. LB? What? He got married recently, I think. Well, not re- super recently. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Yeah. It's Love Like Crazy by Lee Bryce. Oh! Guys, oh. oh. harmonize your own. Yes. <laughs> okay. Nashville will do that to you. The next one is, well, this is like a g- gimme, but baby, you a song. You make me want to roll my windows oh, down. Oh, line. It says Ann Cruz in it, so. <laughs> I don't remember much about that time. Just the smell of the air and your hand in mine. Riding the strip, sitting on my lap, in the back of the truck with the only friends I had. I don't know. What are the artist lyrics, or initials? LB. <laughs> Luke Bryan. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Luke <laughs> Oh, my God. I can hear the song in my head, and I can't think of the name of it. What is the name? Faded away. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. She can't see the way your eyes light up when you smile. She'll never notice how you stop and stare whenever she walks by. Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> what song? Teardrops on my guitar. The wrong. Wow, you're out. Wait, <laughs> no, it's the other one. Yeah. The... It's a love story. No. <laughs> Nailed it. Wait, repeat it again. She can't see the way your eyes light up when you smile. She'll never notice. You belong with me. Yes. No. You're no. only you're only me when I'm with you. No. no. Oh my God. Come we are Swifties. <laughs> we are. She almost touched our hand and we can't even oh kiss her <laughs> She did so much for us. She did so much for us. I can hear it in my head. Say it one more time. She can't see the way your eyes light up when you smile. She'll never notice how you stop and stare whenever she walks by. Invisible. This yes. is a great song. <laughs> Cheating. I yeah. definitely cheated. Oh. But, um, <laughs> Negative three points for Emily. <laughs> just looked it up. But this is like classic emo Emily. Like <laughs> in high school. High school Emily songs. loved Taylor Swift or Reba. I just think it's I just think it's funny because when I think of emo, I do not think of Taylor Swift. <laughs> no, not emo, but just like yeah, pretending like I'm in a music in your video, feels. like looking out the window all as, raining, as rain, like <laughs> Okay, Emily, you should get this one. I'll be very disappointed if you don't. Okay, you probably already know what it is. Well, all the parties on the downtown street are by Lady Antebellum. <laughs> yes okay well i read well, all the parties on the street talk talk wow storefront mannequin sleeping in lights we used to smoke well we, we were jaywalking like it was your birthday, birthday every other saturday night. night yes okay do we get in trouble for copyright by doing that um, no um i don't think they're gonna recognize the song based on our singing i don't think any mean <laughs> what are you saying <laughs> you're beautiful okay uh, <laughs> i told you on the day we wed, I was going to love you till I was dead. Made you wait till our um, wedding Better night. Dig 2 by Band Perry. Yes. Do you guys like that guy's hair from the Band Perry? <laughs> no. Okay. No. <laughs> Does anyone? If you're listening, don't hate us. <laughs> Please get your hair cut. <laughs> Please get your hair cut. Who were we talking about their hair the other day? Chris Young? Chris Lane. Chris Lane. Oh, my God. His it's so mullet high. needs to he go. He cuts it himself. Why? Impressive. Have you guys seen that really awkward Chris Lane music video where he's like, prop- like someone else is proposing on it? Oh, it's yes. super awk. All like, I know is like, how did that one girl from The Bachelor Lauren. end up with him? Yeah. Wait, which who's with Lauren? Lauren. Oh, Lauren B Bush. from yeah. Ben Higgins season. Oh, that music video. Wait, that's who not only pick- Ben Higgins season. 
and Higgins. Choice. Ex- Choice. Ex-fiance. Ex-fiance. Yeah. Also, like, they had yeah. a show together on E! Like, they were together. Lane did? <laughs> or no, Ben Higgins. Ben, yeah, and Lauren. I don't know. They're together. No, they made their Freeform. debut. They made their debut together as a couple at the CMAs. Hmm. I actually do think they're I saw an interesting, that, interesting. They're pretty couple. cute if you Ma- look at them on Instagram. Is it for show? <laughs> no, but going back to that music video where it's some guy must have been like, hey, I want to use a music video to propose to my girlfriend. And so they have Chris Lane just in some dark room with like a spotlight singing his song. And then all of a sudden they have him singing to this girl sitting on a stool, which is awkward in the first place. And then <laughs> comes in her boyfriend, takes the place of Chris Young, but Chris Young's still singing. Chris and the, Lane, but... Chris, <laughs> Chris Lane. We love them both. Who comes? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris Lane is still singing, but... <laughs> The boyfriend is like mouthing along, like lip syncing to the girl. And the girl's like, has no idea what's going on. And then all of a sudden he proposes. And I feel like the lip syncing is the worst part. Yeah, because, because he's not It's good like at it, it's good every it. drunk guy at a bar yeah. jamming in the front to like the band. Like, and I've seen a lot of that. This it's yeah, like, it's like, oh, you like can't look away, but you like. And it's not even like a fan made lyric video. It's like that was the official music yeah. video. So anyways, sorry, Chris. <laughs> Lame. Lame. <laughs> no offense to Chris Young. <laughs> Who is you. Chris Young? He's great. Chris he's Young? another country artist. Okay, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. You, you've heard. You, you would like him. You've, he's on the radio. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do a couple more? Yes. Bet your windows rolled down and your hair's pulled back, and I bet you got no idea you're going way too fast. Uh, Blake Shelton? Nope. For some reason, I immediately wanted to yell Rascal Flats, but that's a different song. Is it Rascal Flats? Nope. <laughs> The Rascal Flatts. <laughs> we were, I still, Emily and I, this is a side story. Emily and I were supposed to see them in high school with my mom, and we told her no, biggest regret of high school. Oh, you should have gone. Should have gone. Acacia, do you have it? You had a light bulb. Say it one more time. Bet your windows rolled down and your hair is pulled back, and I bet you got no idea you're going way too fast. What are the initials? Is it Sam Hunt? No. What are the initials? Hey, y'all, it's Sam Hunt. No. <laughs> um, Tim McGraw. Oh! <laughs> That's a good song. It's called? Highway Don't Care. Highway Don't Care. Um, so Tim McGraw <laughs> are not initials. I got distracted. It's contagious. T- TG. By the way, if we're going T-M. to see a concert, oh. Tim. TG. <laughs> I am really struggling here. Him and his wife are great in concert, FYI. Go see them. I just got <laughs> Tim F. Tim Graw. <laughs> I was thinking it was Tim Graw. I forgot to add the mic in there. Oh, we're we're killing it. <laughs> this podcast is actually fueled by zero alcohol today. So this is just giddiness. Well, for the host. No alcohol for me, which I feel or like me. is probably. It's hindering you. It's hindering yeah. you. Yeah, hindering actually, me. maybe we do better. Maybe we'd better this. Okay. Last one. Drum Are you guys roll. ready? When I lose my smile, when my thoughts get jumbled. When the air and BS get too thick, can't take a break without getting sick. Initials? RF. Rascal Flats? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> um, but I have no idea what song. Say it one more time because there's a couple songs I've rattling through my. When I lose my smile, when my thoughts get jumbled, when the air and BS get too thick, can't take a breath without getting sick. Is it like a more recent Rascal Flats song? I have no idea. 
I feel like I just listened to that song on the flight out here, but I cannot think of the name of it. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. yeah. Banjo? Oh, oh no. no. Good song. Isn't that from the Hannah Montana movie? Is it really? Yeah, they sing it. Actually, I think it is when they're sitting on, on the, the grandma's porch. front porch. Yeah. We Great movie. That. We should watch that. Great gosh. <laughs> she just got married. Congrats. <laughs> well, thank you guys for being on the podcast. And Acacia. for inviting us to Nashville. Yeah, seriously. Thanks for coming. So fun. I'm just here. Before, yes, you are. <laughs> Before we end, Acacia, we ask all of our listeners one question, and that is, if there was a reality show about your life, what would it be called and why? So... Similar to, I would go off of um, Vanderpump Rules and make it Acacia Rules. Reason behind is going back to when I coached high school lacrosse. And the girls, well, this is just one part of the reason. Because it's a great show, first of all. It's so. an amazing <laughs> show. Highly recommend. Is that a Bravo show? It is a Bravo yes. show, and it's the so best. So good. So good. And now they're all friends, so it's even Love more enjoyable. <laughs> Want to go to all of Lisa's restaurants? Anyways, on our list. On our list. Um, when I was ho- coaching high school lacrosse, the girls made up a saying, WW80, which would be, what would Acacia do? <laughs> so that was their life motto during our seasons. Might as well have a show about me. it. So Acacia's <laughs> rules. I like it. I like it too. Aaron, your show was called Life with Aaron. Is that show still going strong? <laughs> yeah, I think it's still. I mean, it's wouldn't be very interesting right now to watch, but... We're still rolling with it. You're in Nashville right now. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Excuse me. That's true. (laughs) It's still great. Hashtag 2019 positivity. Since that, every time I see you in my head, the Life with Derek theme song starts playing for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you again, guys, for being on the podcast. And thanks, everyone, for listening. If you liked what you heard, feel free to go on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five star review. Don't forget to check out our website, www.floralcouchconversations.com to learn more about our podcast, learn more about us. And that's where you can find us, where you can contact us, find out where to listen and more. So check it out. Yeah. You can also find us on Instagram at Floral Couch Conversations or Facebook. Feel free to slide into our DMs. And most importantly, tell your friends if you like what you hear. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.